Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We're so silly. We've literally forgot. Guys, we forgot how to podcast. It's been, t- <laughs> it's been two, two weeks. weeks plus. Okay. All right. How are we doing? Good. We are good. We're good. That's good for me. Is okay. that good for you? Is that good for you? That's good for me. Good okay. For Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Yay. <laughs> welcome back, everyone. All of us. Everyone, welcome back to the Splatosphere. The Splatosphere. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be here, you guys. We are here and we're doing it. I missed Bridget so much when I was gone. I obviously missed all of you, too, except for... Kyle and my parents who are <laughs> who you got to see while you were down there and I saw them saw me they saw me oh man I'm so happy welcome back to splat the podcast where me Bridget and me Brooke talk about sex in the city 10 years younger than the character nope yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I forgot the premise of our podcast and 20 years no. later that's the other key part 10 years younger than the characters portrayed and, and 20 years later than the show aired that's it that's us Speaking of shows that, lips. that aired, that no longer aired. Tell me about it. Will and Grace is coming back. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm so excited. There are a couple of things that are being coming being coming back, being like Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia the sequel. Mamma Mia the sequel. Here we go again. I had a very intellectual conversation about Mamma Mia the sequel. I'm so pleased to hear that. What a good thing to have a conversation about. <laughs> Flat out. I just like... What are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a good question. Bated breath. Like, is Sophie going to go through the same things that her mom? Mm, history doomed to repeat itself. But she and Sky laid all their love on each other. <laughs> I Man. love Can't Mama Mia. See. Mama Mia is one of my guilty pleasures. It's an excellent guilty pleasure to have, I think, because it's just really satisfying It's to a watch. few steps above cats. In terms of like, wow, I don't respect this musical, but I love it. Wow. I'm sorry for anyone involved in Mamma Mia that I know. I know a few people <laughs> who have been in professional productions of Mamma Mia, and I think that you're all very talented. It's not a personal judgment. No. Never. I know a couple of people who've been Sophie on Broadway. Wow. Is that true? What a legacy. Oh, I just silent burped. I thought it was going to be a loud one. No, but I saw it and you made a cute burp face. (laughs) You guys, I'm a really cute burper. She is. It's number one on her resume. You guys, I... Cute burper. Cute burper. Special skills. I learned learned something crazy yesterday, Sunday, Saturday, today Sunday, Saturday. Days of the week. I fit into a child's 11 at Zara. (laughs) 
and I, my whole world has been opened up. I didn't realize you only got the shirt yesterday. Oh, yeah. It's a Mickey Mouse shirt with sunglasses that lift up and down. So good. (laughs) I love an interactive shirt, man. It's so funny. Except today at my improv show. You got that. You all heard that correctly. One of the guys on my improv team hey um not my improv team my the guy in my class the guy in my class was like i really want to play with those sunglasses but i feel like a predator and i'm like yeah they are right on they my, are directly over your boobs over yeah. them yeah i was like it is you can do this once before we go on <laughs> that was generous of you you know i thought it was good improv juju mm-hmm. you say yes you know yes Just and at least once welcome to splat yes <laughs> and <laughs> Splat and the yes and podcast. There's no conflicts on this podcast. I don't know if you knew that it's a conflict free podcast because we're constantly saying yes and. I'm husky today. You are a little bit, and I'm I'm the least husky I've been in like three weeks. I went through the ringer on a couple of coughs and colds, and still I'm beautiful <laughs> phlegm girl. So a beautiful phlegm girl. Um, who wrote Gossip Girl? Can't no. No, 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 no. Oh, I can't believe I don't know this. I th- I made a study of those books at one point. What is her name? What is her name? Do you know who I wanted to say? Candace, Candace Bushnell. Oh, she wrote Sex and the City. I know. <laughs> That's, isn't that funny? It's Cecily Von Zygesar, which mm. uh, how could we ever forget? Yes, I think easily. What's the, you just, she's, her new book is Beautiful Phlegm Girl. Okay, Bridget's Corner. Bridget, tell us about oh, your two weeks. Bridget's Corner? Oh, Brooke was gone. Um, I mourned her. I went to work like a working girl that I am. I, I flew to Chicago for 30 hours for, uh, to surprise someone for their birthday, which was a delightful thing I've never done before and will probably never do again. Nothing like getting on a flight at 5am and then going to work. I love it. It's a championship move. I, um, this, this sun in New York has brought me back to life. It's brought the whole world back to life. Brooke has reemerged and she's carrying the Sex and the City book, which is something I've actually never laid hands or eyes on before. Yeah, apparently. Oh, my, she's so very naked on the cover. Apparently my family owned it. Um, I was looking for an article that my wonderful. Two new chapters. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. My wonderful brother Alex gave me about the opening credits and the. Oh, yeah. The process of it. He, like, found it in a magazine. Like, he's almost 30. I don't know why he's reading a magazine, but. (laughs) Hey, that can be great. Hey, we love you, Alex. Hey, we love you, Alex. Magazines. Magazines. Love you, too. too. (laughs) You're great for pooping. (laughs) That's true. Um, But. And flights. Magazines are just always always good on flights. Always good on flights. I know. I love a good Us Weekly. Mm. But we have the Sex and the City book. At the bottom, it says the HBO series that has everyone talking. What year was this book published, Bridget? Fascinating. Hilarious. Welcome to the cruel planet that is Manhattan. The Los Angeles Times. Okay. Some facts. Copyright 1996. So this came out before the television show. But only slightly. I mean, it was made into a show within two years. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. And wait, 1996, but Carrie, but Sarah Jessica Parker's on the cover. Well, this is a reprint. And like, for example, it has two new chapters, which is hilarious. Like... Because it looks like it was recopyrighted in t- 2001. So oh. you probably, she probably added stuff to it. Wow, but the Twin Towers are still on the cover. Then she broke. Ellen started in with the pressure. When are you going to meet my grandfather? She kept asking me. He really wants to meet you. 
I wanted to meet your gra- her grandfather, Stephen said. He was a huge deal, but I couldn't. When you meet someone's grandparents, it means the relationship is real. Wow. Bridget just cold read from I did, Sex from just right in the middle of it. Um, should what a joy. So welcome to Splat. We are on episode 11. Which means the next episode is the season finale. Yeah, we've got some really exciting stuff cooked up for next week. Cooking up. We got all the ovens going. We got the microwave working full time. We got the some stuff chilling in the fridge. We got some cocktails being made. <laughs> Please. We're cooking. Keep going. I can't. What are we cooking? We're cooking up a season finale. Oh, I Not for us, just for them. I wanted you to imagine that. Oh, what we're making? Yeah. Oh, listen, we're making breakfast for dinner. Of course. Breakfast. Full spread. (laughs) What's my name? Bridget Uh loves breakfast. I love breakfast, and I would eat it for all three meals every day if I could. We're going full Monty. I'll make you eggs any style. We got She's naked toast. while she does we it. Got, <laughs> absolutely, but with an apron. That's the full Monty. An apron that has a naked man's body printed on it. Perfect. That's <laughs> the double full Monty. <laughs> the fullest um, Monty. Um, we're going to do eggs any style. We're going to do toast. We're going to do waffles or pancakes you choose, but I make really good sour cream waffles that I love. Oh, like you choose. We can do... Um, potatoes. Potatoes. Potato, 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 potato. I don't know what that is. Um, hash browns. Let's call the whole thing off. Let's eat food. Yeah, we're. I think we're hungry. <laughs> hungry really. to talk about sex in the city. No, Ooh. I just downed an entire bag of Cheeto puffs for my and, dinner. And um, I bet you can't guess what I had. Sweet potato. No, some plantain chips. You watched. Me oh yeah, this. I did. I knew you didn't have a sweet potato. I just all oh. right. You also My love first, plantain chips. I love sweet potatoes and plantain chips. I love starchy vegetables. Yep. Um, That's it. Speaking of starchy vegetables, let's talk about penises. Oh, I'm ready. Um, Not what I was expecting, but, you know, you can't catch me off guard. Mm, starchy vegetables. All right. The way this starts is... So we're starting the episode. Yes. That's it. That's the way this starts, is it? It starts. And she says at the beginning, New York City is all about sex. People getting it. People trying to get it. It's a city that never sleeps because people are trying to get laid. In this episode, Carrie is a newsie. (laughs) Oh, this. When I was in Chicago, I turned around to someone and said, is this? And I asked if it was a, a random show. And he was like, nope, that's Newsies. Ah. (laughs) I was like, wow, look at me singing Newsies. I had no idea what it was. Oh, show like musical. Yeah. I was very wrong. Um, There's like a makeout scene where Big and Carrie are literally like eating ice cream and making out. And I was like, yeah, you know, I I feel sexually towards ice cream a little bit. Sometimes like on a hot summer night. I had a fun experience with ice cream. Did you like an actual (laughs) sexual experience? damn that's like i really truly just meant ice cream and it's on its own but that's way better yeah (laughs) she looks super satisfied with herself it was just like two things i love yeah sex and ice cream that's pretty good yeah so they're very cutesy clearly also she says hang on she says big and i have been sleeping together for a few weeks so what weeks we haven't been able to figure out the timeline and we were like maybe four months or whatever weeks 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 Weeks. a few weeks (laughs) and then hang on later in the episode it says that charlotte has been seeing this guy who we meet for a few weeks and i'm like that doesn't make sense because in the time of big she's had three boyfriends 
Maybe. How does the timeline of this show work? They're all in her head. <laughs> she made them up. This episode is very all in her head. It's cr- indicative. Wild. Also, Sarah Jessica Parker tweeted it at, about that. Not at us, I wish. No. But tweeted about how she thinks they're all in her head. Well, she went on a podcast and did an interview and talked about how her theory was that that's what I tweeted from our account was I that podcast. I almost started crying, not our podcast. <laughs> well, because... Not our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, it was so funny because... In episode four, we talked about this. Brooke said she had this theory, and then we went on a tangent about it, and her, like, reporting to her editor, who was a cat on the fire <laughs> escape. And, and then it turns out Sarah Jessica Parker actually has a theory about the, them all just being made up in Carrie's head. So. Sarah Jessica Parker, if you find this somehow... <laughs> Talk to us. Please call me. Please, please text me. I don't need to talk on the phone if Beat that's pressure. Me. I'll get a pager just for... A Sarah Jessica if pager. If you want to reach me, please... But so, but the, okay, so they're very intimate and cute, but it's only been a few weeks. Weird timeline. Quirks. I think maybe they've been only sleeping together. But like, they had sex on their second date. No, I know, but I think like sleeping, like right, comfortably together. So she says now they're really sleeping together. She's staring and at him as he wakes up, and he wakes up in a. Frizzy. They have like a cute morning scene, and it's cozy, and there's pretty light, and they're hanging, and she kisses him, and then. She toots, y'all. She toots. Your girl toots. Your girl tooted. It's so funny. She's immediately embarrassed. And I actually, he thinks it's so funny, which I love. But she she sticks her head under the covers and he goes, I think it might be worse under there. <laughs> and she lotsies out of the room like it has a blanket monster. <laughs> She's, she really loses her cool. About she it. she like, can't play can't it chill. unbutton her pants. She gets dressed and she says she's late for something and then basically runs out of his apartment. She's mortified. And directly to the cameras, like, oh. Yeah. It's the okay. one time in this whole episode. I have a question. Yeah, talk to me. Do you think, who do you think the fourth wall is? Us? Like, who is she talking to? Like, why is she breaking the fourth wall? It does, it almost seems to support the theory that it's all in her head, you know, because it's kind of like she's like making stuff up and then she's turning to her audience, be that us or but the people she's writing column. for. I know, but it's crazy. That the, so big, it cuts to big and carry eating Chinese food. Uh, except looks, they have enough Chinese food comfortably for six people between the two of it's them. It's so good. It's yeah, I want so some right now. Good. I want it all. I want to order food. We can order food. Okay, that's all I need. <laughs> um, and then he puts a whoopee, big puts a whoopee cushion under Carrie, and it's so cute. It's so, it's my favorite moment I've seen of them so far, and also he laughs so hard and so genuinely, and it's the it's the most I've I've enjoyed him as a character, because he's like goofy and little boy and like has a sense of humor with her. I love Chris Noth, you guys. But then she crawls into bed with him immediately the, that night after, and she's all dressed up in like a lacy little, little thing. And he says for the first time he's exhausted and he doesn't want to have sex. So which for the first time in weeks, a few weeks could be a month and a half. He's yeah. like, they don't have, they have sex every night for a week and a half. That they've, a month, well, that a they've, month and a half. <laughs> well, a week and a half. Wow. Well, that they've slept together, you know, so assuming they're not spending every night together. But, which I actually think is kind of a, a sign of more seriousness in a relationship when you're just yeah, comfortable she says like sleeping together. That when the moment when um, romance gives way to reality. Right. And again, it's like in, inherently negative. You know, you can tell she's worried about it. But I'm like, in some ways that feels like just part of the progression of a real relationship. Well, yeah, all relationships go through like... The honeymoon phase where you're like... Right. Or just phases in general. Phases like in general. Just but there is that moment, I think, like, right after the initial, like... Right. Not tonight. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you, there is a moment of like. <gasps> or if you realize you have different expectations about frequency or, you mm-hmm. know, like what that entails. Reckoning with that. Yeah. But you can tell Carrie's going to have a whole crisis about this. It's very clearly going to be. And. Oh my God, look at it. So but I've, they have, yeah, she posted an amazing moment where Miranda's just side-eyeing Carrie so hard. So she calls on Miranda because I think whenever she's having, so well, except in this episode, we see Carrie with each of the three women, which again, right. in her this show is all in Carrie's head because it's like she wants to hear what she she wants she wants to hear. And she also goes to each of them for a very particular – she goes to them when she wants a certain kind of feedback. Yeah. But Miranda, told. like, lays into her, and I really love it. Three times. Try three months. No. Yes. Now would be a good time to wipe that horrified look off your face. <laughs> sorry, sweetie. I'm sorry. I just – Wow, I didn't know. Where have I been? You've been having sex. Yeah, well, first of all, she's like, yeah, fuck you. You haven't had sex in a week and a half. I haven't had sex in three months. Which, this is also funny because they act like they're, Miranda acts like she's dying. Three months to me isn't that long. I know. I go, like, six months. It's not fun. I would rather be having sex, but I've definitely, like, gone that long. Yeah, and it's not, like, the worst thing in the world. No, it's just inconvenient. Yeah, you can kind of just, you know, you just keep moving on <laughs> if they uh, the masturbating you know well and they love how open they are about this that and in, in this also like Miranda's such a proponent of it but she jokes about how she just like can't do it anymore but Miranda really asks her like what is your problem oh Carrie pontificates I say pontificates I decided once an episode mm, it's a good one it's just a really satisfying word to say pontificate yeah, but I wanted to ask you um oh I have so many things to say about but First of all, Miranda brings up Blockbuster. Like mm-hmm. I our, said, remember Blockbuster. R.I.P. Blockbuster. It comes up a bunch in this episode. We used to have one by my house that we'd go to. It was like a big deal. Once I kept Stick It, that movie, so long that I almost had to buy it. No there was more one right next to the grocery store that I would go to with my dad every week. It was next to the grocery store for us, too. Yeah, so it would be like, if I go grocery shopping with you, can I rent a movie? <laughs> so... Oh, so Carrie's also really she keeps tying the problem about sex to the fart. Yeah, she's like and Miranda, which Miranda thinks is hilarious. And she's like, dude, you're a a person. And this spins Carrie off into her like secondary crisis about big, which is that he's perfect and she's not perfect. Yeah, I want to talk about that. But I also wanted to talk to you about. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I interrupted your. No, I I was looking for it. I know. This is a team. Team go team splat team splat, um, but I wanted to ask you about um, the hierarchy of friendship mm. and how within a group of friends, they're, yeah. they're it, like Miranda seems to be the top of the hierarchy. Like yes, it's all in her in the theory that it's like all in her head, whatever. whatever. Setting that aside, we're assuming they're real. Se- they're, they're real. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Yeah, we have to watch the show. Um, the hierarchy of friendships are like. I would say that Miranda's at the top and then Samantha and then Charlotte. In terms of like robustness and deepness but of friendship, But I think that yeah. that's like a totally applicable truth thing. Yeah. Like I think that's something we, we t- touched on a little bit last episode about the ways that they show the dynamics of like three of them together or when they leave Charlotte out or it just, it's real, it's true to life that like a group of friends has I think, different ties. I think it's like that sort of thing that makes the show super relatable because mm-hmm. like, you know, not every woman has 
you know, six months doesn't like for us. Is, uh, I mean, maybe it's I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like like we were sort of just saying like three months doesn't really seem like that long to not have sex. Like right. the intensity of the way that they feel things sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like is because of their age. I th- I always does wonder that if sense? that's the difference. It does. It totally does. Because I had the same kind of like thought process of like that doesn't seem like a super long time, but then maybe I'd feel more urgent about it if I was 30. But I feel like a but big, I don't really know. A big difference is that like when we like uh, I think for both of us, if we were like, OK, I want to have sex this week, like f- we could find someone to have sex with us because probably we're like day and age we're like beautiful and in our early (laughs) 20s but they like the whole thing is like when you're you know 30 to 35 you don't feel as it doesn't feel as easily accessible and like yes like obviously we have like tinder and grinder not grinder for us (laughs) no but it it does but like we have all of those things that can be like okay well uh, this i can literally find a person who will sleep with me in the next hour and a half right whereas like that's like the purest form of what those apps were invented for basically yeah and in 1998, like, you didn't have that. So, no. like, three months seemed like, you know. An eternity because you don't know that you could find it if you really just went out. Yeah. And then my other thing. Huh, that's interesting. That I wanted to talk about was Carrie's like, I don't want to be the girl who farts. Yeah. And I actually was thinking about this when I was on the boat because I was living in very close quarters with a human male. Yeah. Um. I'm, like, totally cool to talk about poops, but farts, for some reason, are, like, <laughs> rarely. I'm, it's like, funny. I, like, get way more self-conscious about, like, tooting than I do about yeah. pooping. It's a funny thing. <laughs> it's, like, and it's funny when you feel weird about it and, like, under what circumstances. I love talking about it, though. Farting, too? My sister, yeah. Oh, my sister. Well, my sister and I. Took me a long time to fart in front of someone I was seeing. It was a good time, though. <laughs> he was literally shocked into silence, and I felt amazing. <laughs> it it's so like funny. weird it's like such a girl my ex used to be like girl farts smell worse than boy farts i bet it's true <laughs> i love it they're savage <laughs> farts forever farts forever that's the new slogan of we this are show. the girl we splat the girls who the, fart the podcast for farts <laughs> farters welcome <laughs> oh any farts for hearts we heart farts, farts for your heart we heart farts that's it. Sometimes my heart farts. Mine too, a little bit. <laughs> what if we, I think we both just started crying a little bit. Oy. Oh, man. So, for anyone still listening, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miranda's kind of laying into Carrie a little bit, and she becomes, so she sets up this, like, what's normal and I want to be perfect. These two very kind of cliche worries that are, are very genuine, but they're, they're just so dramatic and Carrie. They're also getting manicures. She reels out these statistics about 1.3 million single men in New York and 1.8 single women. <laughs> million. 1.8 million. Not 1.8 single women. You said it. 1.8 single. 1.8 million. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I said 1.8. Anyway, I just wondered what those statistics oh, were Oh, my now. favorite. Oh, a funny Interviews randos. with randos. Yeah. But Inter- there was a good one. Tell them. Tell them about it. This guy's like, we haven't had sex since the baby was born. The baby's going to Yale next fall. <laughs> applying to Yale. I thought it was going to Yale too. And then when we just watched it again, he was applying to Yale. And, and like, then the woman, specific the woman who's giving their manicures is like, yeah, has a super stereotypical, just like she's been given the role of the like Korean manicurist. And she 
talks about having sex once a day, twice on special days. And then and then Miranda, nope, 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 nope. Carrie. And then Carrie. Carrie. Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie Bradshaw is at yoga with Samantha. She needs another and opinion. A white yoga instructor who they named Siddhartha, <laughs> just to drive the point home. Namaste, Siddhartha. Did um, you ever read that book, Siddhartha? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, I love how much the women pretend to do yoga. Like they're in just like completely yeah. different poses than the rest. Also, of their the really class. funny thing that happens recurrently through this is that everyone else in this class, yoga class, is wearing all white everything, and Samantha specifically, Carrie, when she's there, also is wearing like vivid red crop tops, and she's the only one wearing color. I love it. And Samantha's like, "You've ordered in front of big, big mistake. Men don't like women yeah. to be human." Yeah, it's interesting because, like, she's not wrong about it, but I don't like that her thesis statement is, so then we can't do those things. Well, it's so confusing to me about Samantha. Like, is no one concerned that Samantha's, like, lit addicted to sex? Yeah, it does. She is a little reckless. Like, what is that? The way she does it at the end. What sort of fomaniac is she? Uh, I'm not sure. Nymphomaniac? Is that what you're thinking of? I thought nymphomaniacs like to steal. No, that's kleptomaniac. And then it is nymphomaniac. nymphomaniac. is definitely oh, sexual. So the yoga instructor comes over and you're like, ah, this is the guy who she's, he like has her hands, his hands on Samantha's hips, helping her in a yoga position. And you're like, yes, this is the guy she's going to hook up with this episode. And she asks him out to coffee. And he just smiles weirdly. He really, yeah. Uh, he has an amazing oh my silver God. jacket on that I want so badly. It's so funny. It says it's America. Enormous. And it's like, ugh, I love a good chic tin man. I know. You do? You love you love the damn tin man. I love the damn. <laughs> take my heart out. Give it to the tin man. Hey, take your fart out. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to the tin man. You need an oil can? I got one in this fart. <laughs> <laughs> a fart just like delivers the package. Mm-hmm. Fart gifts. Gifts from the fart. Gifts from the fart. Um, they go to a place called Tofu or Not Tofu, and very quickly he tells her that he's celibate. And she is. She she's, is. She doesn't flummoxed. get it. She doesn't get it. But then they talk about how he's decided, you know, he used to be really into it and he loves sex, but he won't have it anymore. Where I am now is so much better than sex. And she says, come on, honey, nothing's better than sex. And he's like, basically, it's like constant foreplay, except you never get to resolve Three it. Three-year foreplay. I was like, isn't that what you do, like, before you lose your virginity? Mm. For some people, I believe. But you know what's great? What? Sex. <laughs> I know. But it's like a spiritual thing for him, and he's, you know, he's doing his, he's doing it. Oh, this episode is another episode that I like to call the Bachelor episodes, mm. where each woman gets a one-on-one with Carrie. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, it's a good way to phrase it. Um, The Bachelorette comes back this week. I'm very excited. Yeah, isn't it tomorrow? It is tomorrow. It happened already by the time. Oh, right. This came out. So Yeah. But we can't see the future, so we can't talk about it. Well, I bet it's going to be racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet it's going to be something. So many things. Um. So now we have our one-on-one with Charlotte. Which, Charlotte's wearing a cute little choker, which I love. And it's funny how much the fashion in this has really circled back around. Honestly, I was walking down the street the other day, and I was like, what people are wearing right now is Weird as hell. Well, I went to brunch in the West Village, which I, being in the West Village and the East Village always reminds me that so many people get up in the morning and like put outfits together and like look cool. Yeah. And I, that, no, I just wish I was that put together. (laughs) But so a girl was wearing, uh, who I walked by was wearing a tank top and then, um, basically like an old, old, like an 80s style basic sweatshirt, except it had been cut 
right below her armpits. So there was a gap between her shirt. And I was like, you paid $70 for that white scrap of fabric. Oh, more. I would guess 160 <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. But so now she's talking to, to Charlotte. And, and Charlotte's like, sex actually isn't the most important thing in a relationship. So it's like. And she, well, because she's seeing this guy also for a few yeah, weeks yeah, yeah, last yeah. time. But Carrie goes to Miranda and gets pushed back. Right. Carrie goes to Samantha and gets validated in all of her fears. Car- so then Carrie goes to Charlotte to have Charlotte calm her down. Right. Because Charlotte's more on her team on this particular issue. And, and they're so all in she's her head. The, right. And so she's the subtle one. So we learn it's because Charlotte has this boyfriend who the way she describes him to Carrie is really nice and actually hasn't been pressuring her for sex and has just wanted to take things slow. But he comes to the table and it turns out Carrie and he know each other. Because they used to date. Which, which you can tell there's something a little awkward. But Charlotte's cute about it, actually. Charlotte is cute about it, but I laughed about all the people who I know who have <laughs> slept with some of the same people that oh, I have. Oh, absolutely. I In, mean, that's just how our small circle of people. I'm glad that doesn't really happen anymore. No, because we're in the real world and it just doesn't have to. But Charlotte's like, tell me about him. What did you know? Why did you break up with him? How long was it? And Carrie calls him verbatim a sex maniac, which you think plays really into the trope of Charlotte having kinky boyfriends for the last So then Charlotte hears that and is like, damn, I got to fuck him right now. Yeah, because he's been holding back on me. Like, wow, he must really love and respect me if we haven't had sex yet. Yeah. So she's all over him. She's totally taking charge, which is another thing I love about Charlotte. When she goes for it, she goes for it. She, and she's like secretly so into She knows sex. what she wants. And yeah, when it's under the terms she wants, she's, which I love. Yeah. Um, but they're in bed and they're really going at it. And then he's just like, nah. She's wearing his beautiful bra that looks like she could yeah, be married, like a wedding bra. It's like white and bedazzled. You're like, you really wore that underneath something? <laughs> But he says, I don't think this is going to work. But he seems really unperturbed. And he's like, I'm just not that sexual of a guy. I'm not that sexual. And then there's kind of a 1998, I feel like, um, bomb drop a little bit. Yeah, where he's like, I am on Prozac. And so my sex drive is down. And he's totally happy about it, which is cool. He's like, nah, it's worth it. I feel great. But I just can't get hard, basically. He's like, but my quality of life is so much better. But it's like... Okay, I was on an antidepressant and like my sex drive was low, but like he was like, I don't feel really any sort of anything anymore. And I was like, I don't think that I think that's a little bit of a like that's a different complicated story also than yeah, just reducing it to a sexual plot line. Because the version of this that happens in this episode is he takes a medicine that makes him magically better except for this one thing, which is that he can't get hard. He can't get hard. And He's also and blockbuster. Then he pulls a blockbuster video <laughs> out, like from behind his head, and you're like, "Why are you a weird 1998 yeah. magician?" Blockbuster. So Carrie is very flustered about the fact that she and Big aren't having sex, and as she's pacing back and forth, straight out her window into the building next door is a couple just having such such sex. Oh yeah, tantric sex, you might say. And she has like amazing hair, but they're just very naked in the window. So she, of course. She does this this cool thing where she says, my desire overcame my fear. And she just calls big. She's inspired by this couple. She says, can I come over? Across town, of course, because this is Sex in the City. Siddhartha and Samantha are having, like, non-sex. Because <laughs> that's not what they're doing. But they're having kind of like a ritual. And he's reading to her. And she looks down and she says, you're hard. And he says, I know. 
He's like, I know. And she says, he says, it'll go down. And she says, so could I. And she tries to give him a blowjob. And he is so strong in his conviction. I he thought for sure he, she was going to break him this episode. but I did too. And then I was like, is that too obvious? Are they going to thwart our expectations? Do they? Stick around. Stick around. Um, so Carrie comes over. She kisses him. She looks hot. She says she's wearing a skirt that makes her hips look good, which we all know how that feels, you know, just to wear. You, like, put on the thing that makes you feel invincible because it just helps somehow. Yeah. I'm nodding my head enthusiastically. And Vega's watching the fight. And here's the thing. Carrie's trying to kiss him, and she's being all hot and cute, and the, the crux of the issue is going to be that he'd rather watch the fight than kiss her, but there's a min- visibly on the screen a minute of this fight left. Like, I'm not saying, you know, time and place for everything – so much but just like let but him watch na- there's the like minute. the 30 seconds of this fight left and she will not leave him alone and then eventually he's like she's like throwing herself on him and he picks her up he's like get the fuck off he kind of snaps at her which like i would too she's being crazy now she's like staring yelling she's not being crazy that's not fair but she's just not she's, she's not setting being- him up for failure she's like i should leave and he's got 10 seconds of this fight left. You know how important the fight is. He's not going to come chase her, but she waits the obligatory 10 seconds. He clearly wants to watch the fight, and she thinks in the hallway he's going to come after her, and he doesn't. So she goes home, and she's also certain that he'll have left her a voicemail by the time he goes home. Like, she has all these expectations for him, and then is surprised when she's upset that he doesn't do things. I know, it's but like, it's like, I totally sort of get that. I do that. I get yelled at a lot true. by well, my it's, therapist. It's hard for setting traps for people, but I do it too, to an extent, but um. it's, it's when you see someone else doing it, you're like, dude, oh, don't do that. I've been experiencing <laughs> that a lot lately where I'm like, I know I'm exhibiting behavior that if I saw it in someone else, right. I would be like, dude, uh, come uh, on. Uh, yeah. And it like makes the experience harder for me because then you're already judging yourself from an outside perspective. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, I know I'm better than this dumb dumb feeling yeah i know it's so fun when your brain like traps you in circles of thoughts that so just, fun like, it's like a snake eating itself of bad feelings but this like setting up on, i mean now it's like if they don't text me by this time right or like it's like uh it's so much trickier now like with social media and all that stuff and more often than not the person on the other side does not understand that they're being set up for te- these no. tests and so you just like can't but carrie does it in the most dramatic way possible She's like, yeah, maybe I should leave. I don't belong in your world. And she makes it about the fucking fart. And about whether or not he's going to come. Yeah, whether or not he's going to come after her and about whether or not he's going to call her. And it's like, just, just like. take. But it's like that time when she's like, uh, what is it? When, what what episode is that? Where, um, when he doesn't introduce her to his friends and she's like, you hate me. Oh, 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 yeah. I think you're right. And it's like. Dude, yeah. also like oh, when she goes over and like throws the drink, throws at the his, drink at yeah, him, yeah. Basically. And it's also like okay, Carrie, how many weeks has this been? Honestly, apparently only a few, which means I, I'm I'm gonna put it at two months. If they're saying okay. a few weeks, like it's got to be between two and four months. Like okay, I'll take it. Just based on how many boyfriends Charlotte has had, and like right, because the timeline of this show just is so sense. it doesn't make any sense. But I'm also like. He's 40 years oh, old. my camp friend. A, she caught up and heard me talking about her last episode and was excited, but she just tagged us in an Instagram post. She did? Yeah. That's exciting. Look how cute that is. She posted it. She said. Oh, that's so cute. What's what's the name? The Her name? Her name? 
Um, well, I think of her by her camp name, which was Iris, <laughs> but her name is Adrian. We love you, Adrian. Adrian. I know. Thank you, Iris. You're why were your Why were your camp names? Mine was Barnacle. Wait, I need you to unpack that. Why? Because we just had camp names. What it's the name of a flower. Barnacle. I was Barnacle. We it was like regular summer camp. The summer camp that I worked, I did performing arts camp separately, but the camp that I worked at in high school was just like outdoor camp, like r- in the woods. Right, right, right. But why did you come up with these names for each other? That's like a thing that camp counselors do at normal camps is have like can- names like that. Really? Ridic- yeah. Like the campers didn't know and weren't ever supposed to find out our names. It was like a fun thing for them because they never, but like you could tell them on the last day, but it was like the biggest mystery. I remember as a kid being so frustrated, not being able to know my That would drive me crazy. Me. Yeah, it would. I love to know things. I know. <laughs> it was fun. Okay. 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 Back to the game. So Samantha sleeps over at the guru's house and nothing happens. And, and she's about to masturbate. masturbate to take care of it, but she stops herself, which is she's kind of funny. frustrated she's like, and horny. She's like intrigued by the idea of of abstinence still but yeah knowing samantha you have to wonder if that will <laughs> last it won't so <laughs> so we have miranda going wearing these awful blockbuster with these awful over overalls and she gets cat called she finished a four-hour danish documentary i fucking love yeah. miranda because she was trying to repress her sexual urges for not having sex for three months by watching a documentary and she's getting cat called by these construction workers which is like so cliche it's very cliche he's like you got what i want you got or, what i need i got what you need i got oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go um and Carrie hasn't heard from Big, so she's painting her cabinets. Because she needs something to do with her hands. Like any woman with relationship issues, she says. I guess that... So Miranda comes over and is like, has he called? No. Oh, nice color in your kitchen. Um, and it's funny because she guesses the paint color wrong. I actually and then later, Mr. Big guesses it right. Love this scene. Try. Because Carrie's like, I never should have farted. And yes. Carrie's and Mar- like, Miranda snaps Sorry. At her. Miranda's like, God damn it, Carrie. Like, that's not it's what it's not about. It's not the fucking fart, which and is an amazing Carrie's line. like, I know it's not the fucking fart. It just, I think I'm in love with him and I'm terrified that he's going to leave me because I'm not perfect. When did you get so obsessed with being perfect? I don't know. It's something about him. I mean, you should see me around him. I'm, I'm not like me. I'm like together, Carrie. You know, I, I wear little outfits, you know, sexy Carrie and casual Carrie. Sometimes I catch myself actually posing. It's just, it's exhausting. Well, then stop. It's rare. It's nice because Miranda is being like the best kind of friend who will actually call you on your shit. But Carrie's like actually being vulnerable, which I feel like we don't get a lot of from her. We get a lot of like vulnerability through the others and like sort of. It's true. Um, like first level insecurities with Carrie and you're kind of like, oh, Carrie. But I feel like these are really real fears to be having in like a new relationship where yeah. like that moment, like we were talking about before, like when romance becomes That's intimacy. That's what I was going to talk to you about, yeah. And it's like, there is that moment when you're sort of like, okay, I have to stop like performing at being the girl you think I am and actually be the girl that I am. Yeah. Something I was going <laughs> to... Yeah? Something I was thinking about is um, how... They, the the conversation that they end up having when Miranda calls her on her shit is about this, I think, a deeper and actually, like, really relatable. Sometimes Carrie's so extreme, but this fear that she has, I think, is about posturing that we do for a partner and trying to transition from, like, trying to impress a new person to trying to be who you feel like you are and worrying that, like, the the, the discrepancies between that will, like change something for the other person which yeah. I think is a really real fear and wondering 
I mean, the, the best thing is when you feel like it, it's a non-issue, when you really feel like you are yourself with someone, but that can be so scary. And that feels like, I like hearing about those kind of issues with big, because that feels like the real deep work of like a, the, their relationship. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I, I was, I've been thinking about this as I've been like sort of dating new people as opposed to like dating my friends Mm -hmm. and how like it's a different world the dating a friend comes with the like that you know they know you already built in comfort level and there's like you've you've already like gotten to it's like i i've i've felt very like well i don't want them to know that i like this thing or i don't want them to know that i like i'm this much into the thing that (laughs) i'm into Uh um whatever could she be speaking about cats (laughs) cats <laughs> uh-huh. the musical uh-huh. um or just like that sort it's of true thing. it's a really different it's world when you already have like a language with someone and you know that they like know the things about you that you would maybe be unsure about sharing otherwise yeah i mean you did you have that experience with um your boyfriend last year oh with well the thing am about, i allowed to ask about oh this? yeah definitely so when i was in ireland last year i dated um i dated someone there a bartender which was a great it was a great experience truly in many ways but um it was an interesting thing because I'd really never, I gave him my number one night. It was like the second time I'd gone out in Ireland and I just was like ready to be open to something and it just presented itself to me, but I'd really never done that with a stranger before. I'm about to do that ever. for the first time. Like just give my number to someone. I'm very yeah, excited yeah, about it. Yeah, it's fun. Well, because. Stay tuned, you guys. <laughs> good times. Well, it's crazy because it just, it is a, it is a different thing because you're starting from absolute zero which is cool and exciting and you hope the spark is there and when it is it's fun but it's like I I, so much of the frame of time that I've been romantically involved with anyone took place at college which is like such a specific bubble I know it's always someday we'll have (laughs) broader experiences to talk about and we're getting there we're working on it but it's just it is it's different I hadn't thought about that it was that's that's a good contrast gotcha so out the window. So we're watching. Wow, 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 wow! He's like sucking on oh, her yeah. nipple. Oh yeah, it's real. It's like it's it's full on sex. And happening. then this famous Jeff. They, they look out the window. Miranda gets distracted because um, there's a couple. The couple's just. How does the couple never look out in daylight and see the four people across the way? My favorite part of the scene is that Carrie has the half pound of gummy bears from Blockbuster <laughs> yeah. that Miranda referenced in the beginning of the episode. And then they're eating them. And now they're eating them, so watching this couple fuck. They all come fuck. over too. Which how fast do they get there? Although. Miranda says, or no, <laughs> Charlotte says they've been watching for an hour now. Mm-hmm. But they all just sit there in the window. It is a famous gif. It's really, it's a cute one. We'll post it. All their heads just like tilt because yeah. they're, I guess the angle of the sex changes. The the couple is, I. it's amazing that they can't see them. I mean, they're like facing the window, but just don't. It's so funny. And I love how casually they're all dressed and they just look comfy. Well, this all happens in the course of a day. Yeah. I can tell because of Carrie's Carrie's David Bowie Bowie shirt. shirt. (laughs) Wow. They're having intense Intense sex. Don't you guys wish you were watching with us right now? (laughs) You should be watching along with (laughs) us. Oh, my God. There is some crazy sex. You guys. Guys. BRB got to come (laughs) masturbate. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Bro. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what this show Should is I going cut for. That? Maybe. Who cares? <laughs> Sorry, Dad. It's not as if we don't. There it is. But I'm sh- <laughs> um, I'm not leaving. <laughs> wait, I love this. Miranda goes, A, back to Blockbuster. But B, <laughs> the guy Kat calls her again, says the same I got what you need thing. And she comes over and she's like, do you? And he says, oh, we got a live one. She says, you got what I need. You got what I want? You got what I need? Uh-huh. But what I want is to get laid. What I need is to get laid. I need to get laid. He's like, ha ha, be careful, I'm married. I'm married. And she says, this you is my follow through. What a cafone. <laughs> She's amazing. This is my dream for like what I want to do to cat callers. Yeah, it's like seriously. when I'm walking on the street and someone's like, God, you I put pretty- on shorts today and just I felt I was suddenly like, oh. That's I- why I hate summer. Oh, it's a different world. I'm like, oh, you can see my shoulders. You think it's okay to talk to me? Yeah, like that. So now Samantha is in the most colorful outfit for yoga possible. Uh, And all of them, everyone else is in white, basically. And Siddhartha puts his hands on her and she's like, don't touch me unless you're going to touch me. And then she mouths to one man in the class. Wanna fook? And he says, no. And then she mouths to another. He doesn't hear her. She sits up and says, wanna fuck? Yeah. So they just leave. And he's also wearing color. And you just, it zooms it on Siddhartha. It, one crazy, bead of sweat. Crazy, going. like, flecked eyes and sweaty brow. It's so seeing what he's missing. Funny. Oh, oh my God. Celibacy is hard, you guys. And then it switches to Charlotte giving a recklessly vigorous, <laughs> vigorous hand job. Hand job. Because she's determined to overcome the, what does they say, like serotonin blockers. But, you know. She can't. And then they have a really interesting conversation. Tell also, it, he ends up being kind of a dick a little bit because she says, he's like, is, is this okay? And she says, well, I've just never been in this situation before. Um, and he says, do you want to know if you, if I'll ever go off the drugs? And she says, no. Actually, this is not cute. Not I cute. forgot about this. Because he's Cause like, no. Says, and she's like, you won't even go off him for me. Which is like, not how meds bitch, work. Yeah, that is not up. what mental illness is about. No, no. This part, not cool. What I do like is that Charlotte decides. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, and it's not for her. And he also does this thing where she... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Charlotte has full candelabras in her room. <laughs> I know. In her hotel room of a bedroom. So they have this conversation, and she... He, he, the reason that I like her, the, that I liked her deciding no, is because what he says to her is like, but it doesn't matter. You don't want to have sex. You want a nice guy. Who, and she's like, no, that's not what I want, which is good because what a weird, pretentious way to tell someone how they feel about I love things. when Charlotte stands up for herself. Right. She did it in a weird way, and, sh- and you don't ask someone to go off their meds for you. No. Ever. Nope. But. Carrie's cabinets are looking fabulous. They really are. She hasn't heard from him. Sunday night or Saturday night dinner is coming on. And then the doorbell rings. And look who it is. And it's him. And she's still on her Bowie shirt. And you know what? What? It turns out he's never been to her house before. Yeah, but she's like, you didn't call. And he's like, you didn't, you didn't call. call. Which, true. This episode endears me to Big. I have liked him more in parts of this, although then they get kind of weird and vicious a little bit. But he's sweet. And he's like, wow, I like your place. It's about time you invited me. And she says, I didn't. And he's like, I know. <laughs> it's just like weird to me that... They've been had together for that. They've slept together so many times and he's never slept in her bed. Yeah. Will you pause this really fast? Yes, of course. There was a moment we missed earlier that I just wanted to call attention to. When they're all sitting in the window, the four friends watching the people across the way have sex. Miranda, at one point, lamenting about how it's been so long, says, if it gets to four 
to four months, I'm going to start humping one of you guys. And I love this casual theme of Miranda, like, sort of being into her friends. (laughs) Like, not actually, but it feels specific because of Cynthia Nixon, you know? And I wonder, I just, it makes me curious about that choice. I like it. You guys. I think it's funny. Cynthia Nixon's going to win a Tony in, like, two weeks. Oh, yeah. Also, the phrase multiple yogasms when Samantha (laughs) went off with the guy in yoga was yeah the puns oh and then big like likes her apartment she's like no it's ugly and he's like i want to have the floor stripped and then and then but they almost have like a real honest conversation because he says what does he say he was like what was the other night yeah he's like which i like and i like that he didn't call her because he was kind of like that was bullshit because it was it was weird her storming out and then she's honest with him and she says that was me having a meltdown which yeah Ah, oh, they're talking to each other in the realest way we've seen. Well, he loves to talk in a metaphor. He's like, oh, this apartment, yeah. like, I, I like, like it the way it is. is. And it's like, you're not talking about the apartment Just at like all. like we weren't talking about spaghetti. <laughs> We're never talking about spaghetti. Never. So they're having a real conversation. And and then they see the couple out the window. He oh, he guesses the color. guesses the color, right, which Miranda didn't, which is funny. But then out the window... He sees this couple, which apparently just never stops having sex naked, like, full on. In did the you window. know there are people having sex outside your window? And she pretends she didn't. It's interesting to watch Carrie selectively tell and not tell people things. For example, the one of her friends, when she had her one-on-one with Charlotte, she chose not to tell her about farting. She couldn't do it, whereas like she did with Miranda. Um. I thought she did tell her about the She fun. doesn't. She chooses not to when they're having dinner. We kind of gl- we gloss past that This because this is so jammed fact of full of stuff. But she tells both Samantha and uh, Miranda with no qualms. And then she almost tells Charlotte and stops herself. Oh, weird. Which is so funny. Wow. And. That is pretty crazy. And then Big, so they see the couple having sex and then they're like. And Big's like, uh, we, we can, can do, do better. better <laughs> and. Carrie ends it, as she often does, with kind of a dramatic one-liner, which this time is normal can feel uncomfortable. And you're like, what part of... So how do, what, what feels normal that didn't... I know. I was, like, what I, I was like, what is she talking about? And the, the, the whole thing that we didn't really resolve with her wanting to be perfect. Do you feel like perfection is something that you that you strive are you are you perfectionist I no think. not in my like person I think that Me I like too. embrace being a flawed weirdo yeah I think so too I think it's really hard to live that way and it's impractical and it's I don't know if that's a luxury of being a woman now where we have a lot more freedom to just like be like fuck it you know this is who I am and this is how I live whether you know yeah but it the thing that Samantha acknowledges about do you feel pressure uh, in that or do you think that what Samantha says about men having all these expectations for women to not be, you know, to be a certain level of I think done some up I think some women think that. I don't think that we are women that subscribe to that expectation. But do you think do you think men still have that those expectations too? Or is it a similar sliding scale? Like I think it's a some sliding. men do and some you Yeah, know. I think like the yucky guys probably do. But I you're I think I think you're right. I think the men we associate with we're much more just towards the middle and all of this. Yeah. At least the work is. I definitely awesome. like know I'm going to get more attention if I'm done up. It's true. It's kind of that. Yeah. That 
um, weird um, guilt circle you play with yourself too when you like want to dress up and then although often really I do feel like it's for me and not really for anyone yeah, else it's, it's so such a, fucking fun it's such a, yeah damn good feeling to just and like, like it makes it special when you get to do it yeah totally Tell us about your cruise, Brooke. Oh, my God. It was so fun. Um, Speaking of getting done up, we had a prom on the boat, so I got to dress up in a prom dress, this 18-year-old's prom dress. It was was on the boat. If you haven't seen the photo of it, check out Brooke's Instagram, (laughs) which we'll hit you with later Um, because it's a fucking amazing photo. It was backless, and I got to go with Kyle, who's so handsome. And he's back in New York. And he's so back in New York. He is so back in New York. I'm going to text him right now. Um, but do you think that you do that? Do what specifically? Subs- like subscribe. I, I, yes and no. I like think we, for, for example, one thing that my sister and I talk about often is, um, shaving my legs. Cause that's one thing where like, I do feel, yeah, I'll go for weeks at a time without, but like, if I'm trying to feel like sexy or like feminine, yeah, like, me that's, too. I have to, it I think really- like hair in general. Yeah, which is something like that. That's definitely something that we've been taught, you yeah. know, like, of course, it's natural to have hair on our bodies. But that's one that has become so ingrained in my psyche that I'm really like, eh, I, I don't I choose not to push back on this one. But it's all about choice, you know. Um, I think that we do it in the way of like, like our version of this is again, we bring this up so much, but like the idea of that cool girl. You know, it's like, as opposed to being like the done up, like Barbie doll version, like all yeah. our like chiller girl version of that is like right. the girl who can like have a beer and like, yeah, a burger and just and chill, just chill. which like I'm happy to do yeah. genuinely. But yeah. like sometimes I feel like it is an act. Yeah, definitely. And like being like, or, or one that I, or, or it's, at least it's just a, uh, an expression of me that is calculated to get a certain or response. Or even like going on dates. I'm like, I don't want to go on a date. I just want to like yeah. hang out on my couch. Like you can, or I'm happy if you are there and like, we can totally like have a bottle of wine and chat, but like, right. I just want to chill. Yeah. I'm in the chill phase. I'm a chiller. We're chillers. We're chillers. Broken bridge at the chillers. You know. If you want to chill with us. Come and freaking chill with find us. us but don't expect me to go out four times a week no 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 although we did go out and like you were bar hopping this afternoon on a sunday i was <laughs> bar hopping and then i met you and then we had so many pbrs so many beers so many two two for five talk like, about farting am i right hey <laughs> talk about farting. am i right that was a good joke i made that meant nothing nothing means nothing nothing means nothing um who did you relate to most in this episode i think probably miranda carey yeah this again is another episode where i'm like such a hybrid because i definitely would like freak out about all of the things that carrie freaks out about but i think i would be i would have the problem is i am my own like Mm. in my version of carrie i am also miranda so i am my own like but also Carrie. Carrie you have three friends in your head who are all of your advice and personalities. But also I have three friends in life where I'm like, okay, well, right. if I know I want to get this advice, I'm going to go to this friend. Right. And if I know I want this kind of advice, I'm going to go to this friend. Totally. And like that sort of thing. And also I love gummy bears. So cheers to Miranda for that. Um, but I think that. I think the idea that like I – it's also very Gemini of me. But to be like, okay, like I need to get this sort of information. Like I'm going to seek out the person who I know will give me the information that I want sleuth i'm a sleuth also um i was going to ask earlier and forgot mm. um if you were in charlotte's position in this episode would you i mean i guess it the answer probably is that it i would try on the person, i would try vigor i would be like i got this yeah 
Uh, and I would, but I would put but my mouth really on it. Would you? I, yeah, that's see it. I, but Charlotte doesn't like giving blowjobs. We oh, know that that's about her. Right. Fool. But um, <laughs> truly, yeah. Let's pass some judgment on her. Um, I don't know. It's hard because like I was on antidepressants, and I have like yeah. a very strong feeling about antidepressants. Um, and I don't. I, I, I feel like I couldn't blame someone for that. Definitely not. Um, and because like I understand. So I think I would, I would be frustrated, but I would stick it out. Yeah. It depends on the person too. And the reason I think that but she gets away it, with it in this is because he ends up being so kind of yucky But also, about it, it. I also don't know if I would need to stick it out if it were only a few weeks into a right, relationship. Right. Right. That's true. Like, I think it yeah. could be like a deal breaker in two weeks. It makes sense. Whereas two months in, it wouldn't be a deal breaker. No, definitely not. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think I feel similarly. I mean, of course, like it would never be inherently a deal breaker. And in the context of this, they reduce it down to being just about sex, you know, which it just isn't yeah. in real life. Who did, who did you resonate with? Mm, I like Miranda a lot. I think I'm, I think Miranda and I are practical in a lot of the same ways. Mm-hmm. Um, which I like. She's often the one who I'm just like, fuck yeah. Thank you for saying what I'm thinking. Especially to Carrie. I feel like she makes Carrie more of a real person. But I feel like we, I, I feel like we me. all need those friends. Absolutely. It's hard. It's scary to stand up to your friends. Totally. And not just that, but where she's just like, she knows who she is and she's very pragmatic. And I think I am fairly both of those things mm-hmm. when it boils down to it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like Miranda. <laughs> You ask such good questions. Thank you. Well, I feel like often you are prepared. I was jazzed up. I missed it. It's I been know. a while, guys. It's been so. I was. I'm so happy to be here. I know. Um, we're getting a guest next week, you guys. We are, and we're really excited about it. It's like it's so amazing that been, people are willing to come and. We've been play making. With us. We've been trying with this. She's been in the works for a while, so we're and very, very excited. You will understand. She's a busy and successful and fun and i'm so excited i'm so excited <laughs> um where can i find you on social media maybe? who me yes you. that's my new thing i yeah, love to i good. love to do that um you can find me on twitter at brooke underscore wiseman and on instagram at just brooke wiseman no underscore although i was thinking you started saying the at now i love it should i add the underscore to my instagram name so i'm consistent Oh, maybe. There's, yeah, no reason not to. I feel like Mrs. Burt Macklin is so specific that I can't undo it. No, no, no. It's so. It's also so good, but like they're just different enough that I feel like part of me is like, maybe I should just. I wish I had a better Instagram name, but I just don't. No, I, I, I don't want to change it. Well, Bridget, what are your, what are your. Oh, yes. My Instagram is Bridget M 37 and my, as I just said, I guess my, my Twitter is Mrs. Burt Macklin, who is going to be the new, well, Burt Macklin, my husband, is going to be the new <laughs> head of the FBI. Oh, jokes, 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 jokes. Anyway. Collectively, we are at Splat Podcast, Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And Gmail. And you guys, email, email us. us. Please. We love, we get some emails in there. Eric is so happy. We love to hear from you. We love you. We're obsessed with you. We love to record you. for you. We love to be together for you. We love to be together for us. For, for other. For Oliver. Have a beautiful rest of your whatever day it is Have a good Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. We're going to... Um, see you soon. Love you. For the season finale with a guest. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Huh? Boop-a-doop. 